Hey there, and welcome to The Desk, the podcast where we look into the futures of the people who have made The Daily Californian what it is. I'm Carissa, your host for this episode, and this week I spoke to Ellen Zhang, current senior launch manager at Nike, who also has rich former experience in the video game industry at EA and Playnext. Thanks for being here. Enjoy the show. I would love if you could just get started and you would tell us about where you're from, where home is for you now, and um, when you graduated Berkeley and what you majored in. So I was an econ major. I graduated in 2014, um, Daily Cal alum, currently residing in Portland, Oregon, and I work at Nike. Um, But previously, before my time at Nike, I worked in the gaming industry for about four or five years, and then I joined Nike, and that's where I am currently. I would love also to know what you did at the Daily Cal and if that experience working at the Daily Cal helped inform or further your future endeavors in any way. Sure. So I was an illustrator at the Daily Cal. (laughs) Um, I just, you know, drew pictures. It was kind of like a, just a, a, a a nice buffer for my resume, just a fun thing because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a writer. (laughs) <laughs> but it was like a fun thing, um, kind of, because I was, at the time, I was really into um, drawing. I don't really <laughs> draw anymore as any part of my career, but I do think, you know, just having fun things that you did, like, during your college years is always a good resume builder. A club that really helped start my career while I was in Berkeley was a club called uh, BCEC, mm-hmm. and it's who want to join like the entertainment, the entertainment industry, essentially. What did you do for the club or, or what particular kind of experiences in the club helped you break into the entertainment industry? So uh, part of the club is introducing um, Berkeley students to uh, people in the industry. Mm-hmm. I was a part of, so we had like different categories in the club. So it was like, I was in the video game category, but then we also had like sports, music, movies, and stuff like that. Um, and I think the thing, yeah, essentially the thing that really helped me break into the career was just getting introduced to folks through BCEC. Kind of like this, we would have alumni from <laughs> from Berkeley come and talk about their experience. Um, I actually met someone who got me a, my first job at um, Humble Bundle there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that person introduced me to someone at EA and that's kind of how I got started. <laughs> that's amazing. Shows the power of an introduction. You, you never really know how things will pan out. Um, I would love to hear more about your background in the video game industry because you you were in video game industry for a long time um, and your experience there is really, really impressive. From an econ major background, the the shift to working in the entertainment industry is curious and uh, unique to me. And so I would love to just hear more about that. Um, I'll be honest, my econ major has not <laughs> really important <laughs> my career at all. No, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I kind of picked econ as just... Uh, like I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Econ felt very um, vague. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's a little nebulous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. The econ major, yeah. yeah. Like the thing that I I really learned when I started my career is that your major really doesn't matter. Your college career really only helps in terms of your first couple of jobs. But then after you do your first couple of jobs, really what is important is your work history rather than your college history. So yeah, I think, you know, I started off my career in um, games just by being a uh, a Humble Bundle. I was a um, customer support agent, you know, just answering emails (laughs) who just want their money back or want, you know, whatever. Didn't take, you know, that much of an economic background or any background really to get that job. It was just 
we need kind of a body to fill. <laughs> but what that job really did help was, you know, it was my first step into the video game industry. Um, I yeah. had a lot of really great people there. A lot of people there introduced me to other folks. Like, I think, yeah, a pers one person at Come Up Bundle actually introduced me to the, uh, someone from EA who didn't reach out immediately. She was just like, oh, really nice to meet you. And then about a year and a half later, actually, she reached out to me via LinkedIn and was like, hey, are you still interested in a job at EA? And I was like, of course. <laughs> and that's kind of how I got started there. And then at EA, I was a marketing coordinator. So um, I worked on Star Wars Battlefront. It was uh, the first one and it was an amazing experience. Uh, and that, you know, opportunity led to further opportunities. I Unfortunately, that job was a contractor role for a company called Machine Zone, which is a mobile gaming company. And I did uh, kind of project management there for about a year. Mm -hmm. And then my old manager from EA was like, hey, we want you back. <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Um, are there any projects that you worked on during your time at EA or any of these companies that stood out to you as, as kind of formative or just interesting and, and things that have stuck with you? Star Wars Battlefront is definitely like... Yeah, super cool. Career. I'm a huge, I mean, I'm wearing shirt. Uh, <laughs> <sure. laughs> actually has like the Dice Yay 2015 staff. <laughs> yeah, so it was just, you know, I was, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. We dream country to work on Star Wars. I played the first, it, the first Battlefront like ages ago. So it was really great to step into that. Um, I got to actually go to the Star Wars, the Force Awakens premiere. Like the record that was really awesome. Yeah. Um, me and Harrison Ford made eye contact. <laughs> that was, that was awesome. That's amazing. Um, so I definitely think that that was definitely a, like a, I, you know, you can't really get better than that. <laughs> That's definitely like the biggest career highlight. <laughs> That's super cool. Uh, so how did you end up at Nike? It's a big pivot, fashion and footwear and, and athletics. And we'd love to hear about how you got the job. So actually, um, I had to leave. So my, my husband actually got a job at Nike and that's what moved us from uh, the Bay area to Portland. Mm -hmm. um, and at the time it was pre pandemic. So uh, companies weren't as open for remote work. So unfortunately mm -hmm. I had to leave EA. Um, I actually joined a, another company first. Uh, it was a company called new relic as just like kind of their uh, marketing project manager. There was an opening at Nike uh, and I applied for it and got it essentially. <laughs> but I do think like a lot of my, um, my history in gaming, uh, did help with getting this job at Nike because, uh, my job at my role at Nike was very, um, technology focused on the Nike app. When I worked on mobile gaming, that was also an app, <laughs> the skills kind of transferred, um, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, working in a super highly matrixed organization, like EA was just a huge, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, uh, anytime you do a career shift like that, I think, you know, there's always something like, there's always a nugget that you can bring to a new new job you and your interviews um and i think you know part of it is tailoring your interviews for what you're interviewing for yeah like for instance like i think you know doing this and being part of the daily californian and like you know having you know, <laughs> timelines and deadlines that you have to adhere to is something that will be great and a great resume builder for your i don't know if you had to have a job yet but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've been in kind of project management roles for, you know, a while now. And I'm curious about what you think has served you well in those roles and um, what kind of skills you observe that really, really excellent project managers have and carry and continue to build on. Yeah, I think any, like pretty much even when I was a marketer, every job requires some level of project management. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of what I do as a project manager is a lot of soft skills, 
able to speak to different groups of people, bring people together. I like to joke that I actually don't do anything. <laughs> I don't make anything. Like I don't. I'm not a designer. <laughs> what I but what I do bring to the table is I, you know, I help them do their dirty work so they can focus on making stuff. Right. So one thing that's really important for project management is being uh, very organized and very diligent yeah. with your work. Um, I think you know um, the thing that and yeah, being in meetings so that your team doesn't have to be in those boring meetings, <laughs> you know, setting the timelines for your team, um, creating those expectations, communicating with your stakeholders, so the people who want the project to be done, communicating with them and making, giving them an update on how your team is doing. Um, just basically, like my job is basically freeing up space for the people who actually make stuff so they can, they can focus on making stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's an important job. Um, I, you mentioned just a little bit ago that you worked on the Nike app side of things. And that's interesting to me because Nike, their e-commerce presence um, kind of just has been developing over the past few years. And, and it's not something that I really, really associate strongly with the band, I, I guess, because the product is so physical. Um, so I wonder about, yeah, your just your experience working on the app side of things and, and what exactly you were doing and if that's any different from what you're doing now. Um, so I was actually specifically on, like, funny that you say it's more resource focused, on a specific program called Nike App at Retail, trying to bridge the gap between retail and our digital space. We have this Nike app that obviously you can purchase on, and then we have our physical stores we can also, also purchase stuff from. And what I did for Nike App at Retail was kind of like, just like, yeah, bridge, like bridge those two experiences. So we do, we did a lot of stuff to help kind of like, uh, intro, like, yeah, like, as, as you said, the brand is so focused on retail. Yeah. So what we did was um, we wanted to like make uh, our um, the app presence uh, more available to our you know our retail store people. Mm -hmm. um, so what we did was uh, we built a lot of functions within the Nike app. So for instance, when you go near the Portland store and you have the Nike app installed, it will will have like a pop up notification that says the Portland store. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of like personalized experience like that. And then when you actually go into the store, there's a lot of features that we built that make that more seamless. For instance, we have this thing called uh, scan to learn. So you can like scan a product in the store and then you'll find it online. And you can see the, the availability online. If it's not available in the store, you can see if there's any other different colorways. Um, we also have this thing called like, instant checkout. So you can check out through your phone instead of going to an actual store mm. employee. We also trained our store, uh, store we call them store athletes, <laughs> store employees, <laughs> on how to kind of like verbalize this feature to our consumer base, urge consumers to download the app. That's great. That work was what you were doing and, and now you are in a different position that, that's more related to like launches and campaigns. I guess if you could talk about that transition, that would be cool. So um, yeah, I did that for basically until the pandemic and then worked on a couple of different projects after like during that time. Selene and Nike went through a reorg and I got reorged into our launch launch operations team. So yeah, and it's it's similar to my previous job in that um, we really focus on making sure developments and stuff like are safe and secure. Really, when we do launches, we want to make sure that our, all of our launches are te technologically are secure and yeah. we don't have any like issues that run that happen like during launch. So when you go on the sneakers app or the Nike app, a shoe that's available at a certain time, those are what we call launches, the sneaker yeah. launches. So those uh, usually are pretty high heat so like really popular with our consumers and get a lot of traffic into the apps so what really what our, our job is is to make sure that the app is stable and secure during those 
those high volume moments. Yeah, totally. It'd be great if you would walk us through kind of your day to day. And also if you want to mention any kind of things that you really like about your work now or things that you really dislike about your work, that's helpful too. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing I really love about Nike is that I think that um, everyone working there um, has really good intentions. I think like coming into the workplace, it's actually, uh, it's a lot more similar to high school. (laughs) Because there's like, you know, you have your separate, like you work in like a lot of like different silos, like like cliques, right? Yeah. Um, You don't like always like talk to each other. Um, And I think the, the thing that like I, dislike about work is like sometimes you don't assume the best intention of people like you don't, mm. you, don't, you don't know what people are thinking and I'm sure you know how group projects are <laughs> when you're working like everything you do is a group project yeah <laughs> you're always always gonna like deal with like those nuances and those the issues that you face you know when you're a group project when like in, into adulthood and I when I was a kid I hated group projects but that's literally all job <laughs> Um, good to hear. Yeah, just um, I appreciate your candor with that. So you started out at the Daily Cal as an illustrator, which, you know, is highly, a highly creative role of, of work. And, and I wonder about the creative aspects of your role now and kind of your creative process, because certainly, you know, anything that has to do with launches, it's just like creative problem solving over and over again. And, you know, it requires a lot of sort of practical creativity and, and being able to adapt quickly to suit different scenarios. So I'm, I'm just curious about your personal creative process. Yeah, I think for creativity wise, it's like a lot of problem solving, right? It's for us, we just had a big reorg. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is just creative, like creative solver, sol- problem solving in terms of like how we work together, find our new process of working together. And like, there's also like a lot of like, like if you think of one-to-one, like create creativity in terms of like how you build out your PowerPoints and your um your spaces for like so for instance like i'm really proud of that i really think did was uh i re revamped our confluence space i made it prettier yeah <laughs> still really like making things pretty i probably work too hard on powerpoint to make things pretty like <laughs> that is needed but you know it brings me joy so yeah okay so you're at nike now and i I'm curious if there are any other similarities you find between kind of your work at Nike and also the work in the gaming space. And if you think your your work in the gaming industry has informed your work. Sure. I think, I mean, I honestly think like no matter what company you work for, it's like, <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> I mean, it is. What, you're, what you do is just, uh, is always just, you know, interacting with different people. You always have some kind of campaign or project or a program that you're working on with a lot of different people that you're trying to like bring from nothing to something. You you know, the questions I always ask before I join a project is always the same. It's like, what's the purpose of this? Like, what is the Mm -hmm. business case? You know, what are we trying to solve for? Um, And that is true for when you're doing marketing and that's true for when you're doing project management or doing like a technology release. Um, And then the next thing is like, how are you going to, how do, how do we achieve that? Like, who are the folks that need to be involved? Which teams we need to talk to? Um, and then also just like, yeah, I say this before, like, I think a timeline is super important, just like developing, um, when you're going, like, you know, like ideation's great. Like having big ideas is awesome. Like we need that for every single role you do of course. without a due date. <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no motivation to, to complete a project. There's no, there's nothing to work towards. So I think that's always just having a project, just having a plan is always just really important. Yeah, totally. Um, do you have any other tips or, or advice for people who are looking to get into the gaming space? Yeah, um, I think the 
most important thing is network. I mean, if any space, it's like networking, like trying to meet as many people within the industry that you're looking for. Um, I, when I was at Berkeley, I joined every single networking event. Um, I actually, so between Humble Bundle and EA, I got my second job, <laughs> first job out of college, which is um, Playnext, a career fair. Yeah, so a lot of companies will go to those career fairs to, to, to look for employees. Like, you know, going there, um, showing a lot of interest in what mm-hmm. you're um, looking for, meeting people. Um, I think resume, your resume is really important. Just developing how that, the look and feel of that, um, making sure that it is tailoring your resume to be relevant to whatever job you're applying for mm-hmm. is always really important. Um, but yeah, like I said, like the most, really the most important thing is networking. Yeah, totally. Like I've gotten every single job by knowing someone. Like even at Nike, I like I, you yeah. know, I knew my I knew my um, fiance who got a job at Nike, but he also got a job at Nike through no like I think one of um, his bosses from a previous again mobile gaming company and brought him with him. Like I, every single job I've gotten is because I'm, I talked to someone first. Applying for jobs and just applying for as many jobs as possible and cold emailing people is always good too. But like when you have that previous relationship, when you've met someone like either like face to face, it's it's yeah. a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great to hear and, and reaffirm. I think especially kind of coming out of COVID, we lose the sense of importance around meeting people. I I would love to know more about your Star Wars history. Um, I, I'm just reminded by looking at your shirt, um, which I love. But what particularly were you working on with the Star Wars, uh, the game and, and the app? And what was that experience like? So I actually worked on two Three, one, one game got canned, so I won't talk about that. <laughs> when I was um, at EA, one was Star Wars Battlefront. And what I did there was I was uh, a marketing coordinator for our North America. It was basically create like the brand identity, the campaign around the North America launch for Star Wars. It was really fun. I got to do a lot of uh, event marketing. So we went to like E3, we went to uh, uh, PlayStation Experience, we did mm-hmm. a manager show and just kind of showcase the game to people like potential um, people who would want to buy the game as well as, you know, media personality and just other industry folks. And it was also just a, like, that's all, those are also really fun just cause it's a really good, nice time to meet under other industry folks mm-hmm. <laughs> network. I think networking is so important. <laughs> also what I did for them was, uh, you know, a lot of executional work in terms of like, um, creating, uh, like campaigns around our social media, mm-hmm. um, our, uh, our, like a lot of paid partnerships and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, I was there, you know, and then also just like the launch of the game <laughs> being there for all of that. And also I did a lot of like a, a lot of partnerships with uh, retail as well and creating like a look and feel of what our retail space would look like in terms of like, you know, signage. That's really fun. I, I feel like your, all of your experience has kind of been like bridging this, you know, the, the physical space and like the retail experience yeah, and also yeah, yeah, yeah. the digital, which is, which is an interesting through line. Yeah, I guess coming back to today, is there a a launch that's coming up that you're excited about that you can tell us about? One thing that is uh, always like really, I don't want to say fun, (laughs) really busy for org is um, holiday time. You know, it's a huge shopping moment (laughs) for our consumers. It's a uh, release moment for like anything new that we want to showcase to our consumers. So... I think I'm looking forward to making sure that this holiday is goes smoothly and there are no big incidents that happen. <laughs> um, 
really looking forward to all of the sneakers I'll be launching during holiday. I'm like, we always do a really, really big sneaker launch December timeframe. So mm-hmm. I think look, definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. What are, what are your most common issues that come up with these big launches that are, you know, very hot, lots of um, online traffic and how do you, how do you go about solving them? You don't have to get too into the weeds here. I'm just kind of curious about the general gist of it. Sure. I think, um, honestly, like just like traffic, I think is always a big thing. You know, I think, um, like in terms of issues that could happen, we always try to like, you know, I feel like for our launch products, we always try to make sure that they go as smoothly as possible. Anytime Mm -hmm. that there is an issue, we always try to resolve it as, I mean, we can't stop issues from happening. Of course. What we can do is, you know, be there for when it happens and try to work with the teams to resolve it as, as quickly as possible. Um, um, our sneaker launches are such a, it's not only a big, um, moment in terms of sales. It's also a big moment in terms of like our brand. Um, yeah. And I was going to say like, there's a huge kind of cultural effect. Nike is like big and in, in just kind of yeah. the like, world. Like, yeah, their, their products have a cultural impact. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. We, we have a huge sneaker community, you know, so valuable to us. Um, we want to make sure that the sentiment, their sentiment is overall positive. We want to make sure that they feel that all of our launches are very fair. You know, we want to make sure that people just have as much access as they can to our, our shoes. Yeah, totally. And then just kind of wrapping up here, I, I would love to know where you think Nike is headed in the future, what you think, and this can be as abstract or as specific as you want it to be. Um, I think, as you said before, I think bridging the digital and retail space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like the future of just everything <laughs> of all of all of the markets. You know, I think, you know, digital is becoming such a behemoth. Um, uh, it was funny because actually when I joined, when I joined um, EA, I think our split between um, retail revenue and digital revenue was like 70-30. And wow. now it's the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 70-30 yeah. the opposite way. So I think digital is just becoming such an important part of, like, I, I it's funny, uh, when I was in New Relic, the thing that we said was every company is a tech company because you have to be. In, in Interesting. Involved in this. Like, no matter, like, what it is, banking, um, sneakers, gaming, yeah. everything has um, a digital component as an app now. And I think in order to survive in the current market, you have to, your company has to be able to adapt into this new digital age. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the future is exciting. We're looking forward to it, but thank you so much for being on with us. Thank you for your words of wisdom and sharing your story. Um, It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, it's been super nice meeting you. Um, Yeah. Appreciate you tuning into this episode of The Desk. Sending gratitude to our producers at the Daily Californian Multimedia Department and to our home team, the Design Department, and we'll catch you at the next episode.